Welcome to the Crown Yourself Podcast, where together we build your empire and transform your subconscious stories about what's possible for your business, body, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm a master mindset coach, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, known to my clients as a game changer. Each week, you get the conscious leadership strategies you need to help you reign with courage, clarity, and confidence so that you too can make the income and impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your royal invitation to step into your full potential and reign in your divine purpose. Your sovereignty starts here and your reign is now. Hello, my fellow sovereigns and happy new year. I know this is being released on New Year's Day. I'm only recording it a few days before because we have a huge party that we are throwing for our community here in Texas, and it's a pre-New Year's soiree, and it is a whole beast. My husband has spent the whole week setting up lights and everything so that people can find parking, and it's, it's a whole big thing, and of course it grew into something bigger because my husband's like, well, it's your event that you know we're creating and of course he's my he is my integrator he is my executioner for the the vision of our home and it just feels so good though like it feels so good to be able to do this for our community it feels so good and so amazing to be in a celebration of life in this next season as you know the past three years have been marred with a lot of transition and death and rebirth and family loss and so much transition. In 2021, it was my dad. And then in 2022, we were not only moving from Australia to California, but then we lost my aunt and my grandma and that's in like right at January. So and then the following year in 2023, we were selling my childhood home and getting my mom packed up to move with us and just a whole lot of transition and buying our house and the whole process with manifesting our dream home. And and we were literally not sure if we were going to be moving as of last year because of certain things that happened um, within the negotiations. And we had the tickets booked. We had everything booked. And I said, whether whether or not it pulls through January 13th, which is actually the day my, my father passed in 2021, January 13th, we had our flights booked. And I said, whether, whether or not this is our house, like we will be flying to Texas, we will rent an Airbnb for however long it takes, we will buy whatever perfect property is exactly right for us. And it just turned out that the one we were in negotiations for was the one that came through because we chose to detach from that outcome. And I gave a whole episode earlier this year, or earlier last year, technically when you're hearing this, that I will link to in the show notes if you want to hear the whole process of how we manifested our dream home. And I can't tell you how blessed I feel to be in this space, to be in a whole new place where so with so much land and so many trees and so much possibility that it just feels like it's brewing at our fingertips. I I am so excited for what 2024 has to offer. And 
I was excited for what 2023 had to offer, too. And I thought for sure 2023 was going to have all of these major goals. And I, I realized something in my reflection as I was reflecting on this past year. Because this past year was challenging. There was a settling of not a settling in a negative sense of like settling for something less than than I'm worth, but a settling in just like a, a calming of the nervous system, I should really say, where after so much stress and so much transition and, you know, in the midst of all that family loss, having a baby, starting another business, like it was a lot. My nervous system really needed to chill the fuck out, quite frankly. And that's really what this whole year was about. And even though I was living in this delusion, really, because when I looked back on our year, I was like, oh, my gosh, we had a ton of successes. And yet for a lot of the year, I'll be really honest, I felt like I was failing forward, like failing forward fast. And a part of that was just my my nervous system, my body, everything just needed to reset and, and heal and repair and rest. And that's that's new for a, a go-getter like me in, in really, truly valuing and just honoring rest, which is now knowing my human design as a projector, it's a very different game. That being said, with rest, sometimes there are beliefs that that because you're resting, that that the motivation is is dwindling. And that's not necessarily true. And I wanted to speak to today, especially because it's New Year's. And because I knew this episode, well, it's not New Year's here when I'm recording it. It's two days before, three, two days before. But I know that this podcast is releasing on New Year's. So you're hearing it today, a fresh new year and a fresh new start. I wanted to speak on the beliefs around motivation because discovering a renewed sense of motivation for life was how I felt coming up for air in the end of 2023. Between the eight weeks of travel and speaking gigs that I did and and conferences and coronations and dragon slaying. Yes, we literally did a dragon slaying exercise at a conference that I uh, was emceeing and it was fantastic. Within all that, though, there was this renewed feeling of motivation and purpose, but it came from the rest. And throwing a funky statistic your way, if you're a resolution kind of gal queen, and if you're a resolution kind of queen and you like to to make those resolutions and like, this is your year. The average New Year's resolution lasts a whopping seven days. And I'm not surprised because most people, when we set our New Year's resolutions and we set these like big New Year's goals, then those New Year's goals typically are associated with um, something driving from our ego. And that's totally fine. And we're using conscious willpower instead of our subconscious mind to direct those goals. And so I wanted to talk on the motivation 
around what actually a motivation is because so that you don't lose motivation towards your goals. So like if there is something that you do truly want to achieve, like this year in 2024, my book, Make Every Podcast Want You, How to Become So Radically Interesting, You'll Barely Keep from Interviewing Yourself, releases. And this is a huge deal because y'all know I've started books before and it just hasn't been aligned at the time from the time that I started writing it to the time that it like was going to be released it just didn't align and I didn't align myself to back that goal but this one this is different and it's it's honestly healing that relationship that I've had with book writing because as you know everything is a relationship the healing that I've had with book writing that I have said in order to heal this I have to show up and keep this commitment and fulfill on this because I know what it will do for our agency. I just know the value that it's going to bring to so many people and how it's going to serve so many people in a, in a whole new way. So with that being said, the motivation to continuously keep with a project that is a long project, like writing a 50 to 80,000 word book where I'm already at 50, uh, 46,000 words. So we're not too far off from being completely finished with the first draft and then moving on into publishing and editing and all the things. But being able to stay motivated throughout the process can be challenging, especially when you're in the messiness of the middle. And so I want to address what is motivation actually? Motivation if you ever feel like you're lacking motivation or if you felt like that in 2023, what happens is that you, you are stuck in the illusion of the effect rather than the cause. Motivation comes from discipline, integrity, and alignment. So motivation is the effect. Discipline, integrity, and alignment are the cause that create motivation. So like and I'll be totally transparent, as you know, here, like with my past book that I have half done that may or may not come out. It's not the Make Every Podcast Want You. It's uh, the Rule Your Body book. And I, quite frankly, lacked the discipline with writing, with running a business, with being a new mom to fulfill that and bring that to fruition at that time that I was writing that. And discipline, it's not, you know, hustle and it's not grind. Discipline actually comes from the root word disciple, which is actually to be a follower of a principle, a philosophy, or a leader. So as a coach, when I see discipline lacking, there is usually a lack of clarity of who or what principles, philosophies, or leaders a client should be following. And here's the the big hint is that it's not out there. It's not some other it's not some other leader's strategy. It's not some influencer's tactic to make your next 10k on Instagram. It is within. The discipline that truly comes is the discipline to who you are creating yourself to be. And there's a lot of fears that come up with that. There's a lot of fears that come up as you are disciplining yourself to be in the practice of, as Stephen Pressfield says in his book, The War of Art, turning pro. So moving from that amateur state into really, truly turning pro. 
and following the sovereign version of you, the version of you who's operating on her most highest timeline, that is who you are following. That highest and best version of yourself who shows up. And it's not always easy. It's not always going to feel good. And this is how we need to differentiate what is truly good for our highest and best, what is truly coming from that intuition, and what is coming from emotion. Because emotions and feelings fluctuate. Some days exercise may feel, you may feel really motivated to do it. Other days you may not. But what is the principle of how your highest and best, most sovereign self operates so that you are disciplining yourself to follow her example? And if you were to reflect and imagine and visualize that highest, best, most sovereign version of yourself and how she operates on a daily basis and the choices that she makes or he makes. When you look at those choices, when you look at those belief systems, that is how you are able to see what are those principles, philosophies, habits, and how you actually lead yourself. Leadership, self-leadership, comes when you strip away all of the other environmental leaders that you see around you and you start listening to that voice within. And that's what I help people do as a coach in order to find and listen and understand and differentiate the difference between their intuition and their emotions because sometimes emotions and feelings, like I said, they fluctuate. And sometimes people who are not attuned to their intuition or who have maybe squashed that voice for a, a little while. I know I did in the past. Those intuitive nudges, how to listen to the difference between those and those emotional nudges of like things not feeling comfort. So discipline does come from your ability to embrace a level of discomfort that stretches you. Self-leadership starts with courage and having the discipline to do the courageous act, which means when you're sitting halfway through your novel, and I can say to this, speak to this directly, when you're sitting halfway through your book and you're in the messy middle and ChatGPT has helped you outline everything, but now you're putting all these pieces together and there's a thing that you repeated 50 different times and you think that maybe you've said it in another chapter before and you're putting all these pieces together that come with writing a book and suddenly you're in that space. It comes with the courage to face that the next day. Not tomorrow, not a week from now, the next day. So it comes from the discipline to consistently show up for those courageous moments to be in that messy middle, to be in the messiness of that dance with the thing that you're creating. That's that's the labor that goes in. The emotion and we've talked about a lot about labor in past podcasts and the labor that comes with creating anything. Same with with your business. So the discipline comes when you take those courageous actions of like making those sales the discipline comes when you take those courageous actions of sending that second, third sales email reminder to your high-end prospect who has is sitting on the fence as to whether they want to purchase your services or not. 
and the the awareness that there is the possibility of getting rejected and the discipline to face that with courage and to still send that email and to deny those voices in your head that say, oh, you're being naggy or oh, you're being pushy, to listen to that intuitive voice that says, yeah, give them another little nudge, like give them that little nudge, have the courage to send that one last email to just follow up again, see see where they're at, see how you can support them in, in guiding them to make the next best, most aligned decision for them, whether it's working with you or not. And then comes the, the second principle, which is integrity. So whenever I see a lack of integrity, it's usually not because my clients are a liar, liar face. Like <laughs> I work with really good-hearted, generous, purpose-driven humans and people who are literally revolutionizing generational paradigms. They're doing epic good in the world. They are Their businesses are vessels for good. Integrity is often confused with honesty, but integrity is not just honesty. Integrity means congruence. And what it means to be congruent, it comes from having your conscious will, your subconscious thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, and your super consciousness, so your higher self, all moving in the same direction. So an example of this would be, let's take a New Year's goal. So say, for example, your New Year's goal is to set 20 pounds free. And there's your conscious will to set those 20 pounds free and to let them go. And, and typically they say, people say lose weight. I don't say lose weight because subconscious mind doesn't recognize gain or lose. So set specific number free, let it go. You don't want, you don't want it coming back. So setting those 20 pounds free, your, subcon- your conscious will is, yep, that's my goal. 20 pounds gone. Bye. By the end of 2024, your subconscious thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, however, are saying, hey, it's not possible. Or your feelings are, it's going to be uncomfortable and I don't want to do it. Your beliefs are, I have this genetic predisposition uh, for weight gain or all other issues. And so I, I've been, you've been programmed that there's this expression in your genes toward that, toward a predisposition to being 20 pounds overweight. So there's all of these thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, the thoughts of like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I have the time. I think it's going to be hard. All of these thoughts. And then you have your super consciousness where maybe in your highest self, it is to have those 20 pounds set free. And maybe also in your highest self, it's to have a level of self-acceptance for where you're at. So often when I see clients who have a goal and they're out of congruence with their super consciousness, with meaning their higher self, it's because of a lack of self-acceptance for where they're at. And so they're trying to push and they're trying to force and they're trying to change versus recognizing that where they are right now and accepting it and yes, anding it. So it's not saying that, oh, I can't change. It's not saying I have to accept and just become apathetic to what it, it is what it is. It's having the level of self-acceptance of saying, yes, I accept myself as I am. I accept myself as this beautiful human. I accept the fact that I have a working, functioning body that, yes, has an extra 20 pounds of love on it. And making I'm making the conscious choice to be in even greater health. And I'm making the conscious choice to 
honor my body even further by listening to what she needs even deeper because that's really what's needed in this journey. It's not that just the goal of losing 20 pounds and it's not just the having congruence with the thoughts, feelings, and beliefs and making sure the thoughts, feelings, and beliefs also support subconsciously the, the conscious will of the goal. It's also ensuring that the super consciousness, so your highest self, is also in alignment with that. So super consciousness is finding that level of acceptance and yes, anding your circumstances. So let's say that you want to make another 100K in your business. And you mobilize your sales team and your subconscious mind is constantly having these stories on repeat that are coming up to the surface. Like people are tight with money right now, or there's an economic recession coming, or people aren't spending money right now for our type of services, or our services are a luxury and people aren't affording luxuries right now. Then what's happening is those beliefs and stories are actually out of integrity with your conscious will. When your conscious will counters your subconscious beliefs therein it becomes there is a lack of integrity which then will reduce the effect of having motivation toward it because you're it's like you're rolling a big ass boulder that just keeps snowballing even larger as you try to push it up the mountain it's very hard to do so how you shift this as you start looking at the stories and subconscious beliefs that you have come up as you're still continuously showing with your actions and demonstrating on the physical plane moving toward that goal as you're still saying and asking better questions of like okay subconscious mind you're telling me the story that that people are tight with money right now so you can either shift your subconscious belief and there's so many ways that you can do that and one of my favorite ways is looking for proof of possibility so you start looking around you and you can even ask a question post it up on facebook post it up on instagram or, or linkedin say hey i'm curious what are you spending money on right now that feels like a little bit of a stretch and then you'll start to get responses where people are like, oh, I'm doing this and I felt like doing and I invested in this program. And so you're, you're starting to see this proof. Now, it may not be directly toward your services or the, what you do in your business, but you're allowing yourself to build on that proof. So, for example, when I was pregnant with Declan, I wanted to be surrounded by stories of female CEOs that were crushing it while pregnant, that were build, still building their businesses, that were still growing and scaling and doing incredible things while pregnant. And I found those examples. I had the same thing with a client of mine who she was struggling with wanting to get a dog. And I said, well, who do you follow on Instagram? Who do you follow on Facebook that is successful, that is, that is traveling constantly, and who also has a dog? And she started to follow more of those people because they provided a sense of possibility. So you're surrounding yourself with proof. Your, your subconscious mind constantly needs proof of what's possible. This is seeing and believing. This is because sometimes faith means like you got to chip away and dig deep. And I find that actually this is like a little faith building hack because you're just showing yourself the proof. You're just finding that proof. So you can also look at um, posting, a, uh, you know, you can post a question to your followers or to your people about 
the economy and like what are your current beliefs about the economy and then looking at those beliefs then you now have a whole list of the actual beliefs that your people are expressing and you can address how your program or your services works with that and can support them in actually making more money in the long run in a tight economy there are so many ways to rewire the subconscious mind that are little hacks and tools instead of just feeling like, oh, I, all I have to do is journal. No. I mean, yes, if that feels good for you, if that feels like that's a good way that you've been able to kind of expunge or or bring to light these these subconscious beliefs. I know journaling is a huge one for me. I, I've just recently started journaling in the sauna and oh my gosh, like I reach another level of conscious and aware, consciousness and awareness, probably because of just the heat and everything. But I, I see these beliefs come to the page and then I'm like, oh, okay, there, I, there's that one. I didn't know that one was there. And then, okay, let's keep going. So the key for your motivation then looks at how are you aligning conscious will, meaning your willpower, the actual conscious goal that you have, your subconscious thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, and your super consciousness. And super consciousness really comes from that yes and. And then lastly, speaking of yes and, there is alignment. And alignment is like integrity as it is about agreement between yourself, your subconsciousness, and your superconsciousness. Alignment also requires that your environment also is aligned to support the goals. So let's use the 100K example again. So you want to manifest an extra 100K this year. You want to generate that in your business, but your physical environment and your body has been begging you this past year for a rest. But the external environment of your home is currently very chaotic with like school schedules and kids schedules. And if the environment is out of alignment with your conscious goal, then it pulls you in too many different directions energetically, which drags down your motivation. So to find alignment then in your environment, so to find environmental alignment, so first and foremost, you have to get into integrity internally and rewire any subconscious beliefs that say that you need to achieve your goal in any one particular way. So for example, I had a client who was struggling with this belief that they had to do all the sales calls themselves or else the sales wouldn't happen. So that was one that it made it really challenging with children running around to be able to say, oh, I have to constantly be present for the sales calls and I have to do sales calls all day. And when we looked at her schedule and we're like, okay, let's just pare it down. Let's look at what days can you do sales calls and then you just block off a shortened amount of time instead of having all of your availability all day long be for sales calls in between everything. Another belief that can conflict as well is it has to be hard for me to succeed. Now, the belief that it has to be hard means that you're then operating from force instead of power because you then bring other negative emotions of hardness and hustle to the table rather than operating with grace and ease. Just because you operate, and I want to be very clear about this, just because you operate with grace and ease does not mean that you won't face challenges. 
And this has been a game changer for me in general with moving to Texas, where they're just like in Australia, there's a much more laid back approach. It's not to say that people aren't professional here. They are. But there is a lot less externalized pressure to uh, externalized pressure of hardness. People show up to support. And I've just loved that about living here. It's It's been amazing. But the belief that it, it has to be hard to succeed, this was one that I was working on with a client of mine. And she was telling me just how hard she worked and how hard she will always, you know, deliver and she'll work from five to 10 at night and midnight and she'll just work hard. And now, mind you, she was also a mother of two young girls and had a husband and a life and was doing all these other things. And she was like, it had like she had a belief that it had to be hard. And I looked at her and I said, that belief will make it hard. She looked at me like, what? I said, the biggest belief that you have to overcome is the belief that it's going to be hard and it has to be hard in order to succeed. And as we worked together, by the end of the year, she had started to actually take more rest and give herself some more grace. And she achieved some extraordinary things. And she also had the rest and the grace and was allowing for there to be the yes and and was allowing for it to not just the belief that it all has to do be done and be done by her that belief prevents from the receptivity and the magic that can happen by having people whisper your name in rooms that you don't even walk in and i was just writing about this in in my book make every podcast want you because one of the most powerful things of going on podcasts is you may be going on podcasts without even having to do the interview. Now, how? Do, what do I mean by that? So let's say, for example, you have a subconscious story that it has to be hard and you have to do everything yourself. Okay. The problem with that belief then is it prevents you from imagining all the other ways that you are connecting without you even having to be the one that's doing the connecting. So for example, I use the example in the book of Mike Kim, who wrote the book, You Are the Brand. Now still to this day, I have not yet met Mike Kim. I probably will very soon because of how many times I've mentioned him recently. But I heard of Mike Kim from my friends, Alan and Kevin on the Next Level University podcast. And they came into Communication Queens and taught a class on how to get booked on a, on a global top 100 podcast. So Mike Kim was on their podcast, impressed them with his book and his interview, so much so that they mentioned his name on my masterclass for Communication Queens. So now there's another point of contact of other people hearing about his work that he didn't even have to be there for. And then I'm writing about it in my book. So that's a third point of contact. Then I'm telling you about it now on this podcast. So that's a fourth point of contact. So there's already these other point, all of these other points of contact that people are hearing and learning about this man who wrote the book, You Are the, the Brand. And he only had to show up for one of them. 
So the belief that you have to do it all yourself is bogus. Because when you rally and get supporters and you find raving fans who are fans of your work and who are like, oh my gosh, this was amazing, then suddenly they're mentioning your name in rooms that you didn't even have to walk in that you're getting business from. Do you still believe that it still has to all be done by you? The second thing to do is to realign anything in your environment so that you can honor the season that you're in. And I've talked about being in certain seasons of your life and having your business have certain seasons and your body's need for whatever it needs in that space. So we're using the example of wanting to generate an extra 100K in 2024, and your body and your physical environment has been needing more rest, then what do you need to put into your schedule so that you have more rest and you hit your goal? What needs to be eliminated? What needs to be delegated? What needs to be realigned so that you can both have your goal and honor your body's need for rest because you can force it. You can push it. I, 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 I'm I, not saying you can't. I've done it. And it burnt me out and it burnt my body out. So honoring both. Then, third, be open to following, aka being a disciple of what is shown to you by your higher self, God, source, universe, And then take those divinely guided steps. So sometimes, like I said on a podcast um, years ago, that was all about high performance. And I said, sometimes the greatest act for your productivity is having the courage to take a nap, having the courage to rest, because that then sends a signal to the universe where you're like, look, God, I know you got it. It's not just all on me. You take it from here, and that's literally what I say before I go into a meditation, is I'm like, okay, God, Source, Universe, thank you so much for all of the inspired action and work that I got to take today. I allow you to take it from here, expand this, and multiply it. There's a great book by Florence Scovelshin, and I am the title eludes me, but I will leave it in the description below because it's literally in my library right outside. And she says that... Jesus giving the example of performing the miracle of multiplication. And if you're not familiar with that story, it is Jesus gets like five, I don't know the example, I think it's five loaves of bread and three fishes. And then he multiplies it in order to feed an entire mountainside of people that are wanting to hear him speak. And I grew up in very fundamentalist Christian where I have never heard it put that way before. And I can definitely say that in this past year of doing a lot of healing around religious trauma, when I heard it put that way, I was like, oh, dang, yes. And then I looked at my life and yes, we are natural multipliers. And then I looked at each one of my clients and I was like, oh my gosh, we are natural multipliers when we choose to trust in our innate, divinely given ability to multiply. Where it's not just one plus one equals two, it's one plus one equals 200. And that is quantum. That is different. That is the difference between traditional, like physical plane 3D manifestation of like one plus one equals two and the quantum leaps of which. I'm quite skilled at at this point, that come when you just multiply. 
and you're open to following and taking those courageous actions where you divinely lean into the intuition where you divinely lean into those intuitive nudges of like, okay, I need to talk to this person. I need to reach out to this person. And then the trust and surrender that comes when you choose to then let go and say, all right, now let's multiply. And you look at the universe as your co-creator and your amplifier. You get to be the visionary. Let the universe be your integrator. Once you align those three parts to get back into alignment, to get into integrity with your goal, and you have the discipline to follow what is shown for the next how, you'll be amazed at how much motivation you have and how the rest and alignment and the goal will feel when you get there. I can tell you, having done it both ways, quantum leaping through discipline, integrity, and alignment, and pushing, forcing, conscious willing it, the, the former of discipline, integrity, and alignment works so much better, so much faster. And you do have so much more grace and ease when you trust and follow that guided action and then you also do the inner work to heal any beliefs thoughts negative feelings and emotions that unbalance you from the frequency of already having already having what you want be done and it is finished if you're needing a little bit more alignment discipline and integrity in 2024 then i have two spots left for 12 month crown yourself coaching with me for this next year if it feels aligned and integrity and in discipline with the nudge from your most sovereign self then just hit up info at crownyourself.com and let me know thank you so much and if this episode served please share it with somebody who is your accountability buddy for 2024, who you are teaming up with. I can tell you going for goals together feels so much better than going for them alone. And if there's any way that I can support and contribute to your success in 2024, then just reach out. Thank you so much. And I look forward to an epic new year with you. As always, own your throne, mind your business, because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and start creating a bigger impact now by sharing this with a friend. Just by doing that one simple act of kindness, you are creating a royal ripple to support more people in their sovereignty. And if you're not already following on social media, connect with me everywhere at crownyourself.now for more inspiration. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules. Because today, you crown yourself.